Big old burly ball bags. So it's a good way to start something off. Big old burly ball bags. Big and old. then uh, the sound of a fart, which is actually gas going into a lighter. <laughs> Welcome to We're going. Welcome to the Q-Cat. I never even know when we start. You just like... I think it's better we just roll in. Like, yeah. Because it just... I don't like introductions. Yeah. Hello, awkward my name st- is Hello. Yeah. Yeah, no. Poops to that. So, you're sitting across from a different human being from yesterday. Today, you don't know that, but I know that. Yeah. Yesterday, I was a miserable twat. Yeah. And the three days prior. Yeah. So, if you've been following our Instagram stories, yesterday I had a, a, a fuck you moment mm-hmm. where I looked myself literally in the mirror, yeah. walked to the mirror, yeah. stared at myself, and just literally staring at my own, I just deep into my own eyeballs. Yeah. Like, deep. Yeah. And I was like, get your fucking shit together. Yeah. Because zero reason, but for some reason, super fucking low, could not get myself out of bed or off the sofa. Mm. Just, I'd look at the clock, it would be 3 p.m., say. Mm. And I'd be like, right, 5 p.m., we're going to gym. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's 10 o'clock at night, night mood. Yeah. And it just, time seemed to disappear, and I did nothing with it. Yeah. Just wallowing in just nothingness. Pretending like I've got no ability to do anything. Oh, where is me? I'm terrible at everything. Yeah. Just fuck off, Lex. Mm. So as I did. It's usually my thing, you know, three days. You were what? Three days. Yeah. It seems to be my thing. Yeah. Breakups, three days. Mm. Get moving. You think it was a bit of like, you know, frustration from the arm and although you had some good news in terms of like you're well ahead and you do, you're doing well. Yeah. But it's almost kind of a relief, but still not. Back to normal, yeah. Yeah, because it's like you hit, you've got over one wall, yeah, and you smacked into another one over it. I guess it's a little bit, but I thought I was doing really well because you know I'm ahead of the head of it all. I was like, mm. Yeah, suck it, medicine. Mm. And um, but I don't know. Obviously, things have been building up. We've got this whole like eerie hover of COVID shutdowns coming again. Yeah, that's literally a bit of a worry because if they shut the gyms again, mm. so th- but then that's a double sword. She's like, so you worried they're shutting the gyms yet you're not going, dickhead. Yeah. Like, literally, it working out at home yeah. at 11 o'clock at night because it's like, you are not going to bed again with this dumb shit fucking attitude. You're going to you're gonna pour yourself a fucking whiskey, mm. which I did. You're going to pick up the fucking weights and you're going to get your heart going and music. Do you know what? That's the biggest thing I found. Mm. I stopped playing music. Yeah. Huge difference. Really? Within 10 minutes of putting music on, I'm happy and up and moving. Yeah. It's bizarre. It makes a massive impact. Huge. A huge impact. Well, I know people that like kind of... Um, actively avoid music apart from in certain situations because it has such an effect on like a dopamine release mm. basically to like try and try and just let basically so they get more enjoyment out of certain things so people that don't necessarily enjoy training if they cut out listening to music until they started training then they get kind of a big rush of endorphins it can make things a bit more addictive you're, you're kind of leveraging something that you already enjoy and just I think bumping that, something else on that's the beauty of loving, loving shit like heavy metal and thrash metal yeah. for training because you can't listen to that in the house no, no. so it's a different release regardless <laughs> I do sometimes yeah, yeah. when it accidentally <laughs> goes back onto that place yeah, yeah, it's like nah I can deal with this right now yeah but other I, I just honest to god if I wake up in the morning and put music on it's a different day mm. then if I go downstairs sit on the sofa with a tea and put the TV on mm. fucked yeah, fucked t- till midday yeah uh, if I'm in that mood of being oh well with me mm. Mm. Pathetic little Lex, fuck off. He can fuck right off now. I've had enough of him. It happens, doesn't it? And I think as well, to be honest, mate, you handled everything that's happened pretty well. But I think we all still have, you you know, you were going to have a down point, whether that was at the start, at the middle, at the end. Yeah. And 
you handled it pretty well. You kept pretty upbeat through the majority of this. It might just be it catching up. And like, I think that's what it is with me. Yeah. Shit just suddenly catches me and I have that wallow, but then I catch myself being in the wallow and say, hey, shit isn't sort that bad. Out. Sort your shit out. Like, yeah. you're being pathetic. It's like not first world problems. This is Elysium problems. <laughs> yeah. You're talking here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking hell. So, God, do you mean I'm only healing at double the speed? Yeah, fucking hell. You mean I'm not actually Wolverine? Oh, fuck's oh, sake. Just because I want adamantium bones. <laughs> oh, I don't have them. Oh. <laughs> when there's people in the 1950s dying from irradium poisoning from mm. painting watches. Yeah, which yeah. Which we discovered the other week, which yeah. is horrendous. If you don't, don't know about that, what were they called? Ra- yeah, the radium. radium girls. Radium, radium girls. Girls yeah. or something like that. Look it up. Horrendous. And they were literally, yeah. So it was, it was. I don't understand it, exactly it what was, it was doing. What it they was were eating painting, their bones. They were painting, painting watch faces by hand. Yeah. Because it was glow in the dark. Yeah. So it was at the time it was novel. It was like a huge thing. Yeah. And in between each, because it basically they needed. The, it was a paint, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a type of paint, and they needed the the because it was such detailed work. In between each one, they were told they needed to put the brush between their lips and twist it to then put a point back onto the brush. Yeah. So they were getting this radium in their mouth constantly. And, yeah, like quite a big collection of these women that worked in yeah. these factories were, were dying from it. And their literal their bones were snapping underneath their own weight. Holes in their bones, yeah. Legs snapping when they walked, spines crumbling. Yeah, they, they, yeah, just ate their bones, basically. Ate face away as well. People with holes in their faces, you yeah. know, from where they... Oh, horrendous. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. So. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, we're doing all right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. I started comparing myself. Like you, you, you realise where there's real problems. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So it's one of those. But I think I think I did put up on on socials as well. Listen, we're all we're not machines. We are humans, mm-hmm. and we're going to have lows. And it's a natural thing. You're going to have them. You can't have these peaks without troughs. It's impossible. It's like having black without white. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. So the trick is is to realise when you're in it and not to sink into the darkness. Don't don't, don't delve into the dark. Because it's super easy to do that. Because mm. it's lazy. It's no energy required. So, yeah, yeah you have yeah, to. I think you share and stuff like that again. And when, obviously, uh, I talk about bits on here, but you've got a much bigger platform over your social media. It's really important for other people to realise that because fucking social media is just a highlight reel, isn't it? And yeah. and people, I don't know, You, I think when you're going through shitty times, it, you do feel a little bit alone. You feel like... Because it, it is consuming, yeah. isn't it? And mm. so it's your your field of vision of problems just narrows down to you. So then just seeing somebody else who you know struggling is actually something that, it's weird, but like Misery Loves Company, but you kind of, (laughs) you you know, it it makes you think, oh shit, maybe it's not just me. Then it does kind of give you a, a... a little bit of a break to to break that cycle if you are, yeah. you know, stuck in that. I was just being a miserable cunt, though, because even when there were people over, I was like, oh, people. Yeah. Because I just wanted to sort my... Because I can't be sorted out by other people, really. Yeah. When it's your problem... You can only be helped by other people, but the root cause you gotta you gotta find it and you gotta you gotta pull that root out. Mm. You gotta deweed that that emotion. And I realised we're not controlled by our emotions as such because we're going to have emotions. We can't. We're not machines. Mm. We're controlled by the way we react to our emotion. Yeah. And so I reacted in a negative way to feeling negative. So I doubled down. On yeah. the negative. And you can't do that. You've got to fight against it. And yeah. that's what, picking myself up. So it was, my debate was, it was 11 o'clock at night and my, my little buzz went off, go and get to bed, mm-hmm. which I'd ignored for the past like five days or whatever. And I, and I thought, okay, I could go to bed now, but I feel shit. Or I could go and smash 45 minutes of just doing some weights mm-hmm. and go to bed 
feeling like I've accomplished something today. Yeah. And I did. And then I had to be up this morning, went out and I went to a micro protein shoot because we're shooting now for January stuff. Yes. And I have oh. had the best day. Oh, I saw, <laughs> when I saw that, it made my day. I was like more, more excited for that than all of the other fucking stuff I've seen. I genuinely couldn't, when I found out I was meeting him, Yeah. I did a little like, whoa. Yeah. Like I was so excited because at no point did I think from what I was watching yeah. online that time when we watched it, do I think I'd ever meet that bloke? Like yeah. you don't. But he's from fucking Preston. Yeah. And I'm talking about it's Mr. Danny Andrews, yeah. also known as the fish and rice cake guy. Yes. We fish. legend. Le- he was memeing on YouTube before he even knew what he was doing. Yeah. Me- he was yeah, before original, memes were a thing. He's an original living meme. Yeah. And here's the thing. So if you don't know it, just Google just YouTube. Fish and a rice cake. There'll be hundreds of this, yeah. like VHS quality video clip. Yeah. But it's actually a TV show. He yeah. was on. He was on a TV show. One of those kind of one-off specialty things, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, so he he does he does a whole skit where he's talking about his diet, and the whole diet is basically every meal's a fish or a fish and rice cake. Yeah. But the way he describes it, he's thinking about it like it's gonna be different every time he's about to tell you the next meal, and it's just not. And it shouldn't be as hilarious as it is, but because it's him and his face, and he's this young lad, and he's just kind of really just a go lucky, happy, little bit dopey yeah. kind of mood to him. Yeah, it just everything's perfect about it, and yeah. it just makes you feel fucking happy. Yeah, and they basically he was. Just- just caught in the very early days of being a bro and we've all anyone who's been listening we've all done stupid shit and but we get filmed yeah he just got filmed (laughs) doing it and saying it and the reason he's so funny is because you were dear to it you're like i did that shit i was that guy too yeah like i was chicken breast in my pocket going to a nightclub guy i was trying to make a tuna milkshake guy yeah like, I was dumb stuff. I was drink the fucking water you boiled your turkey breast in guy <laughs> because it had all the diuretics in it. Yeah. Oh. Dumb, horrible shit. Yep. And so I met him today and he's just a lovely bloke. Yeah. He's tattooed up now. Yeah, yeah. Full body, I saw, mate. I saw on his profile. After you put it up, I think I followed him. Um, yeah. And I had a look and yeah, he's literally like everywhere. full sleeves. He's got some everywhere. cool shit as well. Yeah. He's got Joe Rogan on there. He's got Einstein. There's a whole like sleeves dedicated to his heroes. Yeah, well. I saw that. He had, really like, well done too. L- like, yeah, each like arm was, one one leg was like film, one arm was like a, science. The, there was another one that was like... I think the one with the Einstein, yeah. it's got his heroes on it. So it's like Joe Rogan, just the monkey in space on his hand. Right. So cool. But he's got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on the back of his car. Nice. I couldn't stop looking at it. It's just his big green, like, proper old school ninja, not hero, yeah. ninja turtle. Nice. Yeah, really nice boy. So we're going to get him on the podcast. He's happy. Yeah. He's coming down. He's going to come down and do it. Yeah. So nice. he's going to sort some dates out and get him on. And he's just fun. So um, he's now a barber. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, he's built his own bar in his home. Sick. In his back garden during COVID. Yeah. And had all his mates around. <laughs> he was like, fuck COVID. Yeah, fuck him. So the second one, he's just like, no, sod this. Built his, him and his dad's a builder. Yeah. So they built this beautiful outdoor bar in his garden, like fully roof on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Like a summer house set but with a bar inside it. Yeah. And uh, he's just got videos. He's like, yes, yeah, so this is in the second shitty lockdown. It's just him and his mates just all smiling and having time in this bar. It was nice. lovely. So that was uh, just, and here's the thing. So he feels like he got stick for the fish and rice cake thing because. It was relentless for him. Like it was an oh international yeah. scene thing. So anytime I saw him, obviously his one thing was fish and rice cake. So that's all we get is people going, hey, fishing, say fish and rice cake. Get him to say it. Yeah. So he hates saying it now. But I said it's the other way around is to embrace it because 
it's not, a, to me, it's not like it's a dumb thing. It's a fun thing. It's a happy thing. I said, you're basically fucking Santa all year round. Yeah. Because I... I you make a load of people laugh. How like, happy was I that when I told you, when I showed yeah. who was going to be there, like genuine glee in my face yeah. on the video because I got him to say it and he wouldn't, he only did it for me because I don't do it normally. Yeah. I do not do it. And I said, you are fucking doing it because yeah. I said, people will fucking love it. Yeah. And um, I said, you should like, you should like lean into it, man. Yeah. Because it's- I understand why- It brings joy. I understand why because he probably just, he got a lot of negativity from that, but not because of- Probably just people taking the piss, yeah. And no one like, and you would take it hot because he was that was him in a genuine he, moment being him. He's quite hand, I think he's quite heart on a sleeve kind of bloke as well. Yeah. Like, he's j just he is who he is, yeah. There's no kind of bravado to him, yeah. I don't know, I just think that's fucking but amazing. now I don't think it's a piss take, I think it's just something that makes people smile, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's something that like everyone just remembers. It's like a yeah. lot of lifters that's in your that's it's your heritage yeah. for lifting, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. part of it, yeah. We all saw it because again, it was a time where people didn't really know a lot about Mate, well, I was not as much about nutrition and mine's not as cool, but I was turkey and a rice cake, yeah. and then I'll have turkey and then turkey and rice. I was turkey and rice cake. I just yeah. never said it on a fucking video. Yeah. But that's literally what I did. So you're not dumb. You were just filmed saying the you dumb shit we all did. Yeah, you just got caught you, doing the dumb yeah, shit. And you bring joy and lean into it, bro. And we're going to, well, we'll get him on anyway and you guys can, and we'll see where he's been and what he's done since and like yeah. how he found it all and everything. Because I know yeah. it did affect him like in a really bad way because it was, it was so like out of nowhere just became this huge thing yeah. online. And, and like you said, it would have felt like you know, people taking a piss, but I honestly do believe it was done from a uh, just people being chucked like for a fun place. Yeah. Other than dicks, who yeah. probably just didn't like the fact you were on TV, but you yeah, know, fuck goes. There's guys. always going to be people though. Yeah, just it just makes piss. my heart fuller of joy. Yeah. I genuinely, I stood there as he did it, so it was on my stories. I may put it as a main post on my feed. Yeah, because I got a picture of him too, obviously, and yeah. I just I think he needs rewarding. Yeah, and uh, but literally did it. I was so happy, and I stood there in the middle of everyone went this right now. This is where my Christmas begins. Yeah. And I you know, this is my festive fucking moment. This yeah. is it. So and I've been really happy all day. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine I'm I'm excited just to see that you spoke to him and then I was like, I fucking hope we can get him on the podcast because yeah. I'd love to meet him. But what's hilarious was he's he knew me. Yeah. You know what's he followed me? That's mad. I was like, yes. I think like I don't know. Like I said, he it's a he's a he's a meme. He's a genuine walking, talking, living meme of yeah. a person. Like before they were they before they were things. And there's very few people that are in that category. And it's a shame that he hasn't. He like it was almost too early for him to know how to capitalize yes. on it. Yeah, like that's he, it. He, he missed the boat. Or, well, he was he was too early for the boat. The boat wasn't there. Yeah, there's, there's no, no boat to get. No boat yeah. to get. Yeah, so <laughs> like, and if he was, you know, if it was five years later. It would have been a I'm going to be honest story. with you now. If I walk past him in the street, though, he looks so different now yeah. that you wouldn't. That's why I'm a good thing him. for him. So right. I think now I don't, don't think he gets would probably get it as much. Well, it is unless like, he out with the people know. It's got to be ten years ago plus. Yeah, and he's 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 fair. Like he's he's a. Uh, he looks like a bit of a unit. He's a unit. Yeah, yeah. he's fair chunk. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, oh, let's get we it reveal going. It? Well, before we we uh, ramble on too long, we have got. Oh, hold on, come on. Mm. The crew chest, and today I'm very excited. Now we bought four, we bought four bottles, and we did a spinny wheel thing to dictate what we're drinking today. And the universe is with me yet again because this is my number one choice. It is Jack Daniels, but not one. It is the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select. So this is their tippity top, freaking 
drink me, I look fucking gorgeous bottle. And it is a sexy old bottle. Oh my God, is it good looking. Because uh, to be honest, the, the regular Jack Daniels bottle is quite nice, but I think yeah, we've, is, we've yeah. been, we've been, we've seen it so much that we are kind of numb to it. Yeah, Whereas we this, have one a, up there. We have that, the Jack Daniels and Honey style. Yeah. You can see the quality difference in everything and that bottle is just... It's a hefty old bottle. I'm going to show beautiful. the camera this one. Yeah, you get up there and do your little thing. Also, the uh, old thing's cut out again because it's a dick. Uh, yeah, look at that. Have you got it focused? Did you tap on the screen so they can get the nice focus on it? There you there go. go. Oh. <laughs> you like uh, the, from the game show. You know, it's like, here's what you could win. Yeah. And you just got that woman on just there the, who's yeah. like, da 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 da. Yeah, just stroking a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> Are we focused again now on oh, the camera? Know. Is it on your face? Clear. Technology. Tap, tap your face up close. Tap, tap my face. face. Uh, tap my fear. Do you know what's hilarious? When we were filming using an R5 with um, Z uh, Zach, yeah. uh, he had to get it to track animals for it to track me. <laughs> it wouldn't track me as a human. <laughs> That's when you know you got to kept losing it. He kept losing me, and then he went, I'm just going to try something. And he did it, and he started pissing himself. I was like, What? He went, I've just had to label you as a freaking animal to track, and it's not losing you at all. So I am officially. Gorilla boy, you are a man. Beast. But this is this. I'm really excited for this because we had the 1794 the other week, and that topped my list. I think alongside Gentleman Jack, yeah. and Gentleman Jack is below this in the rankings. Yeah, this but is, yeah, this is the Jack Jack Daniels. The 1794 whiskey was like a better version of Gentleman Jack. It was just it was more robust. There was a deeper kind of flavor tone to it. It you could just tell it was it was just a bit of a higher quality. So I'm hoping. I think if this is what I think it's going to be. This is going to be my new favourite thing. Cool. This is going to be the thing I rebuy to have in the house all the time kind of thing. Well, I'll let you do the pop. I'll let you do the oh, honest, yes. sir. Because this one is. It is a cheeky pop. Is it a cheeky pop? It's quite easy. It's not squeaker. Ready? Oh, that is a cheeky. Mm. Nice high tone on that, which means the bottle is full. Mm. Oh, mate. Yes. It's got that Tennessee sweet that burn lid. smell. Look at the fucking thickness of that. That is a nice wood. Ooh. Is it is that wood lid as well? Yeah, it is wood. Ooh, get in there, bit Jackie boy. So this is, and it's not even a piss take. It's a 70 centiliter full-size bottle. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes when you go to the higher end, they drop them down to like, was it 450s or 500s? Oh, yeah, or whatever it is. It's a slightly smaller bottle. Smaller, and we don't want smaller. 45% too. So but that smell is promising. It's got that sweet but... You can still smell the barrel. Ooh. Yeah. It's like a sweet wood smell to that, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice. And we're doing this like men today. Yeah. No, no ice. ice. No. We didn't want to we didn't want to taint it. Yeah. I going, think yeah. we may try we'll see how it goes. I might try one after the podcast with just a tiny little bit of ice. We've got after. it in the freezer ready to run. Yeah. So here we go. Is it a pour or as a glugger, definitely. Oh, it's not even out of the bottle. <laughs> oh. Get in my mouth. <laughs> All right, I'll pour it now. Oh, hello, beautiful. No, it doesn't even dribble. Oh, there you go. Nice bang to start the week off. Oh, hello. That's nice and dark. Look at that. Look how deep and rich colour that is. It looks like a good old Yorkshire tea. All right, we can go straight in because there's no ice. One second. And today we are foreboding the... Is foreboding? No, foreboding is when something's going to happen. We are... Forgoing? Forgoing, that's the word. The uh, the big big boy cigars, because I'm not supposed to be smoking or drinking really whilst I'm healing. And even though I'm six weeks ahead because I'm medically awesome, um, having a big old cigar is just a little bit overkill. 
So, yeah, we, yeah. Also, again, it's like we want to we want to enjoy it, but also it's got to be an occasion for us. And if we do it every single week, yes, it doesn't might. Touch. Well, I definitely feel like it kind of. No, I definitely think there'll the, be a point where we get to one every week when we get one that we really like as a base standard one. Yeah, that is. Two things. One, easy going, doesn't really make us feel kind of any kind any lightheadedness or stuff like that. And also mm. price point is on a thing where we can constantly have it in. Yeah. Because they're not fucking cheap. People. No, they're not. I think as well, people like we probably will get more used to it, but I think people that haven't smoked cigars really underestimate the amount of nicotine rush that you can get oh. from, from a cigar. So those ones we've had, I've been really good so far on all of them from the Davidoff range. Mm. That not one of them has made me feel nicotine high or sick in any way yeah but i when we when we had the few before and we didn't finish them for whatever reason oh, when yeah, zach yeah. was here yeah i kept them for just doing pictures with mm. so that they i wasn't wasting a good cigar just to get a few pictures and having to smoke the whole thing mm. so i was keeping maybe the last third just to use to light for the smoke well i had one that was a little bit more than a third and it was when i was doing the joker pictures for yes. black friday and um obviously i was trying to get a picture with the smoke coming out my mouth in certain poses and um, so i'm taking multiple shots, relighting it, sucking a lot of smoke to blow it out slow so that I'm getting the shots. In, in, within 15 minutes, and I've been puffing on this thing like, you know, like, get it going, get it really smoky, get it going, taking it in, holding it, slowly releasing it out. All of a sudden, I just went, oh. My head, like, <laughs> behind my eyes went a bit car sicky. Yeah. And then my head just went. And I had to go lie down on the sofa in the kitchen. Yeah. And then if there was any noise or someone talking, I was like, please shut up. Yeah. Please, please shut. I need to just leave me. I like you know when you're too drunk, you need to look at one point on the floor. Yeah, I felt like that, and then I thought I was going to throw up. Oh, and I had to go outside because it was it's winter, obviously, and cold. Went outside, topless, yeah. just walk around the garden with the Joker face, just with the Joker face, <laughs> green hair, Joker face, topless, doing laps in my garden, trying to walk out my system. I'm there googling how to how to reduce nicotine high quickly, yeah. and it was basically like move, drink a lot of water, yeah. don't go somewhere bright. <laughs> so I was in the dark in the back garden, drinking water, pacing, and it did help. Like the sick feeling went away, but the headache it took about forty five minutes to an hour yeah, to leave. You, yeah, you did. Like it's it's weird because like a little bit's good, and then too much is, is oh. too much. It's the same with alcohol, I suppose, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It, honestly, poof, it was like I'd done five shots. Yeah, you know when you do too many shots and then you feel the first one hit you after you've done the ne- already done the next four. You're yeah, like, you're oh, like, oh, yeah. Where's the others? It was that. Yeah. Should we? Should, should we, try we go it? then? Here's to a better, better time in the following days yeah. with the festive season. There's no reason to be a little bit. Mm. Mm. Oh my lord! Oh, that's nice. Really, really soft and sweet the moment you put it in your mouth, and I held it for a little bit. Mm, so then, as you swallow it, you get the spice down the side of the tongue, and then there's this rushing heat. Mm. But the heat stays completely for me, middle of my tongue, roof of my mouth, and doesn't go to the back of the throat. There's almost like a treacly sweetness yes. to it after. Yeah. Oh my that's, god, that's nice. There's a. That's really. Oh yeah, there's that toffee treacly taste at the end. Just that initial taste. There's a lot going on with that. That's yeah. and, and it's. They're all very clearly defined points. Like some mm. of them, it's really hard to differentiate between the different things. But that that's like, that's very complex. That tastes that tastes really nice. Second sip's usually even better. Mm. Oh, it is. It's like bonfire toffee. With, oh. Well, I want to, I'm going to show this bottle a good time. I want to take this bottle to a, to a room. That's... 
I think that's my favorite. I think that's my new favorite. Yeah. Wow. By quite a way. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Quite a way. Yeah. That's that. That's the best whiskey I've had. Oh my gosh. That is good. Now this was from the whiskey exchange and was on a deal for the Christmas. Yes. It was on a Christmas deal. Yeah. So so don't buy it because we're buying more of it. <laughs> yeah. So don't. So you don't want to go. You don't there. want it. You want to go to Masters of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, don't buy it. Yeah. Don't. Buy no, that. no. Don't so it should it. be around about forty, forty-five pounds a bottle, and mm. I think it was thirty-seven-ish. Yeah. Which again, for the price point for that, that's a bargain. Mm. Honestly, that's fucking that is really, really good. Oh my gosh. Jack Daniels single barrel select, uniquely crafted, handmade barrels. And that's all you get told. And then after that, it's just drink it and try. It's got a uh, a Rick number, whatever one of those is. How many Ricks? And it was bottled um, this year it, on the 28th, January, February, March of April. Mm, that is fucking delicious. It's got a barrel number, a Rick number. And then the date it's bottled all around the top, which is really nice. And the ornate part on the top's really beautiful as well. It's, it's honestly it's, such a gorgeous little you know, item. Like That's a good Christmas gift, people. Ornate chandeliers. Yeah, it looks, it's almost yeah. like that. There's and then a lot of into detail smooth on glass. It. No, I like that. Maybe I'm, Rick is the bottler. So they just only hire Rick's, and this is Rick 27. Maybe it's Rick and Morty. Yeah. Rick 27 has bottled this one. Yeah. See, so it would be good if Rick's drinking it. He's mm-hmm. a pure alcoholic. Yeah, exactly. Although I don't think he, I don't think he cares as long as it has <laughs> yeah, alcohol in it. Yeah. Yeah, wow, impressed with that one. I said I needed to talk to you about something. And yeah, you I'll said it's a it. super secret something you're going to talk so about. It's not a super secret. It's just something that's really cool that I'm doing, and I think you should do, and then we can talk about this on a podcast. So I'm doing a genetic test. Oh. So 23 and me. So you get like a full ancestry. So it breaks down what percentage of what where you're from, basically, and like where your family line was at certain time periods around uh-huh. the world. And it can literally be like your, you know, X percentage this, X percentage that. And it goes down into like the fractions of a percent. So you can like you're 1% African, well, this, that, and the other. It's like loads of detail. But the main reason I'm doing it because you're going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah, I know. I'm all over the shop. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you probably will be as well. Yeah, I think you'll beat me though. Yeah, probably. I think. I, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I don't know a huge amount. But, so there's yeah. that. But also the main reason I did it is because it gives you a full health check to see if you have any genetic predispositions to Ooh, certain illnesses. Or if you're a carrier for certain genes that can potentially pass on. That's terrifying. Um, that's, it, that's terrifying. But like for me, the reason I'm doing it, because I've, I've spoken about it before, next year I think I will start some TRT or what, whether, whatever the fuck you want to call it, testosterone, steroids, yeah. but in a sensible manner. Um, and in January I'm going to get a real com- um, comprehensive blood test with all of my markers checked. And I'll, I'm not going to be starting it in January. It'll be probably middle of the year when I do. Um, but I want to make sure that, I'm doing everything as safely as possible. And one of the things I've seen more recently is um, basically you can have certain genetic traits, mutations, poly polymorphisms, I think is what they're called. Um, Just stuff in your DNA that means that you will have certain reactions to certain things or you'll be more susceptible, more prone to heart disease or certain cancers or certain things. And there's just a handful of them to look at. And obviously when you do start taking any kind of any drug at all but uh, you know in my case um testosterone there's certain things that can potentially some health markers that can change and if you're predisposed to if you've got a you know a predisposition to like heart heart disease and then you're exposing yourself to androgens that are potentially gonna cause more issues it 
might just mean that I have to steer away from it. So I want to just know as much as I can about myself, anything to look out for if I've got a you know disposition to testicular cancer and it could be something that I just mean, all right, okay, I'll probably just check my nuts more frequently or <laughs> other things like that. Do you know what I mean? So, so for me, I just really wanna... smart. Whereas my approach was, are you doing it, Lou? Mm. And if you go, yeah, I go, okay, me too. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. This is, For me, this has been a real big deal. I've said I, when I was 16... I said I will do steroids at some point. I think I think if you if you have any knowledge of science and you understand the benefits of of manipulating hormones within a safe level for longevity, then like that's how I always looked at them. I never looked at them as a thing to go get massive mm. with. So I have the same opinion of you, but under the impression of I will do that when I've got to a point where nature will start going against me mm. and I don't want and I want to fight that yeah. rather than being 21 yeah. and thinking well get massive yeah. I never had that I never never cared for that yeah. I, I still still even even going into doing bodybuilding stuff never wanted to be Olympia freaking jacked massive thing I always just felt to me that that was cumbersome and yeah. and against kind of my the nature of the way my body is yeah. you know so I, I'm lucky in the fact I don't think I've ever had that bad temptation to want to be this like sidewalk cracking motherfucker yeah you know? yeah like a huge mutant so i'm yeah, the same so, as you I'm same yeah. as you I, I think i think they can be done safely i think they can be a benefit to increasing the length in which you are able to live a healthy active life and i think they can reduce potential issues later down the line for which are part and parcel of degenerative body functions yeah yeah, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, so so that's that definitely yeah, my approach to it is, I, I think, because it's been bastardized so much on on socials with people. Well, you only ever see when people have done things excessively, haven't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. So a lot, but I think, we, we were talking about this before, YouTube is definitely going back towards informative videos again, yeah. which I like. Yeah. And I'm actually going to, I've started, I filmed my first one, I'm going to start doing short five minute videos of informative things. And they're going to start on the basics of stuff. My first one that I'm doing is about how to avoid the Christmas bulge. Mm. And it's real simple tactics like we discussed on the crew cast the other week. Simple behaviors like the three, the three, two breakdown of days, you know, three day deplete, two day load, simple things about thinking about your movements, your activities, your training, when to cut things off and all that kind of little things. But little things that people don't understand make a big difference. Yeah. And so I'm going to be doing a lot of videos like that. And I think because of that nature of YouTube is coming back, people are starting to learn the way in which they can utilize these exogenous, I don't want to say hormones, because it's not all hormone. It mm. can be signaling agents like peptides, uh, which don't affect hormones at all, but Screech are still dogs. exogenous and things yeah. put into the body. But yeah, everything, but it's more for longevity rather than just getting jacked, you know? Yeah, I think there's, there is there is a middle ground with it. I think like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie and say that I don't want to get more out of mm. me doing this than what, I'm, what I'm doing no naturally. no getting away from the fact it is still going to give you an artificial, consistent level of testosterone, which yeah. does not happen within nature. Yeah. So you are going to be able to benefit from faster development of muscle tissue, and you should have a more consistent and sustained training level. Yeah. Uh, progression should continue because we're not having those dips, you know? Mm-hmm. But it will be interesting to see because yeah. like these, maybe these like, like these bits that I've had where it's been down because yeah. I've been under-training, yeah. you know, under-eating, you know, maybe you don't we won't get those dits we've had lee who came on before yeah 
Um, did he say anything when he was on here last time? So Lee, I don't think Lee will mind me saying this. He tells everyone. He's on prescribed TRT. Yeah. And he's actually on it for as much of an emotional benefit mm-hmm. as as a health benefit. Yeah. Because like psychological well-being. For him, his testosterone was so... Whatever was going on with his hormonal output, it was so up and down that he would have big depressive periods followed by peak periods and down and up and down and up. He was very up and down. And he realized when he went on the TRT, which he Mm self-dosed, that his mood was, he was a better father, a better partner. Everything about his life became better. And he he suddenly realized, oh, my hormones are fucked. Something's been, for a decade. Yeah, something's been wrong. wrong Because he suddenly felt happy, Mm. like consistently. And he didn't think that was possible. So again, you've got this mental health side of things where having a look at even your hormone profile, getting yourself checked, looking at what you might be susceptible to, looking where your diet's lacking. Because diet, obviously, again, is huge, isn't it, in, in hormones. Like if people you've got people cutting fat out of the diet. Mm. We need fats to sustain our hormone well, yeah. balance. Yeah. You actually need fats to burn fats. Yeah. And if you're cutting them, you know, you're, you're, you're crushing part of your system that needs, needs fats to function. Yes. Yeah, fats are so, crucial. Like, to be honest, I think like... You can get away with cutting carbs, but most people, it's still not beneficial to cut them out completely. But yeah, you can't. Yeah. Listen, unless you're just eating like a cow yeah. and nothing else. Yeah, you're not cutting carbs out because they're in stuff you're not even going to realize. Yeah, true. So yeah, to yeah. say I eat zero carbs, you, you basically have no idea about nutrition. Yeah, you're eating very little carbs, but there is be- Yeah, you because if you do know how to eat zero carbs, it's painful. Yeah. You'd you'd have to like even keto. You're allowed what is it, up to twenty five grams. Yeah, there's a, and you're yeah, still staying keto. Well. Yeah. Which I don't think's a benefit long term either, because it, and even the carnivore diet, mm. which is a pure, I think it's meat only diet. So there's meat you can choose from, and then obviously the fat profiles and everything that are in that. And I'm not, I'm pretty sure not. I think it's just purely meat is all you eat from breakfast through all the way through. So you, it's just and sometimes it's raw yeah. as well. Um, apparently. Your mental state is improved, mm. but your physical output reduces. Uh, I know Joe Rogan was on it, and he, you know he has a very consistent. He's a dedicated fucker. He noticed that doing rounds on the bag, he goes hard on the bag. If you ever watch him, yeah, he goes hard. He said that from the middle of the first round, yeah. he felt his energy deplete. Really, he couldn't keep the same pace whilst doing the carnival because he only did it for a month. Mm. But he said his mental clarity was yeah. insane. It just didn't dip. He was bright, clear, crisp. And uh, no fogginess in his thinking at all. He was very, very um, focused the yeah. whole time. But then there was that subsequent zero carb effect of going to training. There was that lack. So I wonder if you can manipulate it a little bit and have like a glucose syrup around your workouts, yeah. which is like an instant use, like glycerol or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But the carnivore diet to me sounds like he says you shit yourself stupid for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, to, for me. Anything that's too restrictive is out the window because or extreme, yeah, or like I, w- I want to be a normal fucking person who gets yeah. to eat out and and not the guy who's like, can you remove all of this off my bike, please? <laughs> yeah, and like I just want to be normal. I'm not looking to be some kind of freak that's competing at like a high level. I want to be a normal guy that looks like they lift, feels good, relatively strong, but still gets to have fun. Uh-huh. Well, I, that, that's that's that, what I want. That your importance, and I think what we're, we're coming around to is here is the balance, yeah. isn't it? Having something that. And this is why I'm, we're against your eight-week get-in-shape kind of shit. Because whatever it is you're doing to get you to where you want to be, it has to be sustainable. Because if it's not sustainable, neither is the result. Yeah. So slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. I always talk to it like our clients about, like, 
Fair enough. I want to see you make some great progress in the next, you know, three months. But I care more about what you're going to be like in three years, ten years' time. Like, yep. if we don't spend this time to teach you habits that are sustainable, which inevitably will create slower results, mm-hmm. because if someone's got, if someone has a shit diet, and then on the, on the other end of the spectrum, perfect diet, that will get them to their results way quicker. Yep. But that perfect diet is not sustainable in the long run. They're not let's going call, to have let's call perfect uh, super strict super strict yeah super extreme yeah realistically they'll probably be better off somewhere in the middle like pretty good diet most of the time a little bit of flexibility allows them to have some enjoyment and they'll still get towards their goals yep it might take them twice as long but if that one's sustainable that's i would even say you would be better being three quarters of the way up to a good a perfect diet yeah but then be more focused on your training being progressive, develop that muscle tissue, mm. and then that in turn will require more calories, which in turn will make your good diet now even better yeah. because any calorie fluctuation that you have will be chewed up with yeah. the extra muscle and things like that. So, yeah, I think, yes, we, we might not be having cigars, people, but we are having little the Davidoff cigarellos yeah. with our really re- stupid, shitty Zippo butane thing, which I'm replacing this week. Anyway, so I've kind of gone gone a little bit off topic with it anyway. Yeah, I think but this is actually fucked. What is wrong with that piece of crap? Seriously, I mean, these things are not cheap, people. So I bought the, the Zippo Butane insert, and it's a dual flame thing. It should have a flame that takes your face off. And the goddamn thing won't even light. And I am using clean gas, so it's not even like it's clogging up. I'm using something that you buy from specialist you know, cigar selling places that are recommended highest rated butane gas. But no, Zippo were like, nah, you'd be better with the flint and some good old dirty gas. Put some just gasoline from your car in it. Anyway. Oh, what a pile of crap. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm getting a, getting a genetic test done. I've gone through this company called 23andMe. There's a couple of companies. You've done it? Yeah. Um, I haven't got the results. It, the pack turned up today. So, it com- so most of these genetic testing companies are all in America. So it's had to come from... So, that first. so a lot. Um, so there was an offer on at the moment, like a Christmas offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so normally their genetic testing plus their health testing is one hundred and fifty pounds. Well, that's not horrendous from the start. <clears throat> no, um, I think I think they're if you just get your ancestry done, that's a hundred, and then if it's ancestry and health, it's one hundred and fifty. But they had an offer on, so ancestry and health was down to ninety nine. And just Ancestry was down to 69. Hmm. But then they also had a deal where if you buy one, you can get your second one at a reduced price. So me and Emma have both had the Ancestry and Health. I paid 99 for mine and hers, which was the second, was only 69. Hmm. So no, only 59. So basically you paid £159 for two of them, where normally they're £150 each. So it worked out quite cheap. That's not bad. That's like 80 quid each, isn't it? Yeah, so it's not a lot. Um, considering it's a health check, is it? Yeah, so there's a full health check, so it'll you check. Have to send blood off. No, it's uh, saliva. Oh. So it's DNA. So you literally spit in a jar. I send him some blood as well. Yeah, <laughs> just stick some out in, see just in case. Yeah, if you want some of this, have a go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> put this in, see what it says. Yeah. Um, Computer says no. <laughs> and that that's it. Like I, I want to make sure that I'm doing this as informed as possible. For me, this is a big deal. I've, I. From 16, said at some point I'm going to do it, and I'm 30 next year in May, and I feel like I'm at a point where I've pretty much 
made you know i'm not really gonna make any drastic changes to my physique i could get leaner but in terms of actual putting on muscle tissue it ain't really gonna be happening much i'm pissing in the wind here and you before utilizing exogenous yeah yeah before right. do before okay. doing anything else which is why i feel like okay maybe now is a good time to do it i feel like i've got my shit in order for the most part and i'm knowledgeable enough to do it i've spent years looking into it and especially more so over the last six months because I know it's pending. Oh, I want to. I want to be as informed as possible. Here's the thing, my friend. So the the prescribed physician who is is monitoring Lee has shown an interest in helping us out. All right. So essentially, we could go through the channels that anyone who wanted to do this or felt like they needed it, yeah, would go through. And do the process. We could get him on the podcast, mm. and he could talk it all through. Lee said he's a really down to earth guy. No, not overly medical with everything. He's just like chatting to your mate. Yeah, and he just breaks it all down for you guys and what you need to know. And no bullshit sales, nothing like that. It's just what you need, why, and uh, and how it's done. Fair enough. Yeah. If if I he's think, if uh, he's down for coming coming and talking. So to us. I can. Well, I literally, Lee was here just the, at the weekend. Yeah, and we talked about it. So I'll uh, I'll hit him up. And we can do that. Yeah, let us know if you be if you'd be interested in doing that. If you're um, interested in hearing about what's available and why and how you would do and utilize TRT to the best, because he uses a method which is not utilized in America, simply because of the fact that the amount of of times you have to. So his his is a daily protocol, rather than a three day or seven day protocol. Yeah, which obviously. In America, they are making money yeah. off the back of it. They're a business. A lot of these places will just dose you with TRT just to get you on their system. Mm-hmm. They make it super simple to go in and get it in America because they're earning money from it. Yeah. Whereas here, they have to medically prescribe you. It's a, it's a different process. Yeah. yeah. But then you're getting, what you're doing is you're getting a legitimate source for the actual testosterone. So you know it's a pharmaceutical monitored evenly dosed yeah proper it's not, yeah, not it's some safe, underground sterile. yeah it's safe it's not some underground thing that you bought from Derek at the gym yeah who's got a purple head and breathes heavy yeah and just says here's yeah bro a, here's a hilarious thing when Lee first look at, looked at doing TRT <laughs> for any man because he didn't know anything about TRT until he was told you could do TRT because he's like I don't want to do steroids mm-hmm. I want to do TRT and the dealer said, I can get you a bottle of that. <laughs> a bottle of TRT. Right. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and he didn't know any better. Yeah. So he's like, okay, yeah, let, let me get that. And I'll research the doses of what I need to do. Mm. And so he got a bottle and it ended up, <laughs> it said on the label TRT. <laughs> and it was basically a blend of a load of different testosterone. Just so somebody underground is taking the, piss out of people that don't know this is how bad the underground mm. market is they're literally labeling something as trt and it was a mixture of three different testosterones now if you don't know how trt works it works off a single slow release testosterone mm. that is clean that is very structured in its dosage they were supplying a blend so you've no fucking clue what dose of each one you're getting mm. per per vial like per per pull out because they're 10 mil bottles um and it's just a, it's just a joke, and it's literally this. This is what happens when you have got Derek or Dave at the gym that's selling this shit. They're they not with D. they're not your fucking mate. Mm. They are drug dealers. Yeah, they probably also sell coke. 
and pills mm-hmm. on the side. You go and do your research. I'll guarantee out of 100 of you, 99 of those people you know sell Coke and pills mm. or weed or something. No, maybe not weed, but Coke and pills, definitely. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think that, that, They'll sell you anything to make 50 quid. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about it. The fact that it is... Um, so it's not illegal to take, but it is illegal to 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 buy. and to, No, not to buy, to sell. It's a, it's a grey area, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's not it's, illegal to own it, but it's illegal to sell it. Yes. And... Yeah, so it's a little bit of a weird one, and... That does mean that you then have to interact with sketchy people and drug dealers. Who but will does... just sell you anything. Yeah, exactly. That's right. It's it's a business at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. I think that's it. It's it's nice to know that the... Because, you know, the, in the UK, we are a little bit behind um, on that side of things. Because I, did, I didn't even know. You could get it prescribed. No, I knew that you could get it prescribed, but I... I as far as I was aware, you, I thought the test your test levels had to be so dog shit that you were like borderline suicidal, couldn't even get a bone, or you can't do fuck all mm. before they'd even consider it. And even then it was really hard to get prescribed. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And I think it's it's a good thing to see coming through. And I think when we do see it here on a more full, on a fuller scale, more openly mm. through clinics and things like that, that it will be less business-esque than America too. I think it'll be way stricter here. Yeah, so and, and so it should be. Like, I don't think people should be taking the piss with it. Like, I think that it's something. It's still a. It's still a life choice, um, but especially with us because of it going through NHS, then that's not meaning you're not going private. You're you're going to be getting that at a discounted rate, which means that's on the NHS. NHS yeah, is back. I, I can't remember the pricing that it, it was. He did tell me, but I remember thinking, wow, oh, because I expected it to be like a, a rip-off, you know, because it's a pre, it's a premium service mm-hmm, yeah. that you've been given availability to. And um, no, no, it really wasn't. It was, it was, I think your initial assessments are quite expensive because mm. you've got blood tests, you've got sit-downs, you've got the meetings. He, obviously, this man has to make a living from what he's doing. Yeah, he's course. not He's not a pharmaceutical rep. He's a fucking he's a doctor. Business. <laughs> he's a business. And he has to cover his costs and, and make it has to you know he has to be able to live whilst doing these things so the the expenses your tests up front and your mentoring basically of how to do what you're going to do and and everything like that but then after that the cost is just sustainable costs you know cost of the product itself which was something ridiculous like 40 pounds for like three months worth of right. something of each product so yeah. it was not expensive the actual stuff then there was just your blood work that you have to get every all the way along which is this super sensible way of doing this oh god yeah getting your blood work done staying on top of it and then obviously he monitors your blood work and if anything becomes slightly elevated or anything like that he tells you exactly what to do exactly what protocol to now implicate to implicate to implement so that that those levels are brought back to where they want to see them and then you're just kept on this lovely healthy sustainable clear scale of where you should be at and if you put in the work same work is going to be required, the same diet dedication, the same training dedication. If not more, because it actually ups your capacity to recover. It does, so in yeah. theory, so you, you should can be able to, harder. Your output should be greater, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's a really interesting thing that's coming around. And obviously, tons of us now are coming to that age point where this is something that is a thing we, sh- we can be looking at in a safe level. Now, if you're in your 20s, you shouldn't be doing this. And I've seen some one of the guys on Instagram recently said he's on TRT. He's like 24. Yeah, I'm not... Like, I'm not going to say you shouldn't do it. I just think that also don't, like, I'm calling it TRT for the sake of the fact that calling it a cycle is 
would be selling it short because it's not going to be anything hefty at all. Like in my head, but what I was thinking. The difference is people don't know is TRT is not a cycle. Yeah. You're on it, it's all on it permanently. The time, every, all year round. This isn't a cycle on, cycle off, mm. gear cycle. It's just not what it's about. And actually, things are leaning more towards, even bodybuilders should be leaning more towards the longer, lower levels of things because it's safer rather than this like smash and crash. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting that science is starting to catch up on a public scale yeah. with it because it was so underground all this before. I mean, for me, a big part of it. Obviously, there's the the. I, of course, I'm not going to lie again. I'm gonna. I want to. I want to make more progress. I want to put on more muscle. I want to get stronger. I want to look better, be leaner. All these other things that happen when you increase your your testosterone levels. But some of the mental clarity things. Several people that I know um, and I'm friends with that have have uh, tried gear or. Not even TRT, literally just like even if they've ran higher doses and lower doses because a lot of them, they say there's a sweet spot where when you're actually too high, you don't feel that good. And yeah. when you're a little bit lower but still above above natural levels, your productivity at work's better, you've got more energy, your mood's better, just they're like everything's better. And mm. I was like, but I'm a fucking busy guy. Like, well, yeah. we both and if are. You're lack- if you're lacking in sleep yeah. and your, your output's high, your sleep's low, that's going to start crushing your mental capabilities as well. And I think that a lot of my issues that I had over the last week are all to do with me having a bad sleeping pattern again. Yeah. Because it, it, that's what came about, going to bed late, struggling to get up in the morning. All Every time I get to bed and it'd be 2 a.m. in the morning and I would literally stand at the bed going, you're a dick. Mm. Because now you're going to wake up later than you want to and you're still going to have to get up earlier than you need, than you should be because you're not going to get the eight hours. Yeah. But you can't stay in bed till fucking 10 o'clock, dickhead. So you're going to have to get up at half eight, which is an hour later than you should be getting up, and you're going to be tired, and you're going to be shit, and you're going to be slow, and you're just going to take it till midday to fucking be doing anything progressive. And it's exactly what's happening. Yeah. So I think I think what we need to all realise is that, again, we got, it all comes back to this fucking balance and consistency, doesn't it? Yeah. Getting to bed at a decent hour, getting those, getting those hours of sleeping, getting that recovery and resting, getting up and getting in the consistency of having food ready this is another big thing not having stuff prepped and in the fridge <coughs> i've had not had that this week because <clears throat> we've had people over things were going on we've i've cooked a ton of my food off you guys came around the other week and you did big cookouts mm. so i've used a lot more food than I anticipated and my fridge is now bare yeah so the other like last night i literally looked in my fridge and was like ah oh, shit yeah damn yeah everything's in the freezer and it's defrosting so it's not ready to go and immediately what did i have to do i had to like go back to uni uni style food eating, just like right here's a bit of protein, here's a bit of carbs. I ended up having something ridiculous, like what was it? Leftover some leftover chicken chili with corned beef in a ready mash with a, a side of grapes and a yogurt. <laughs> it was just bizarre. It yeah. was just not a well. The micronutrient level was zero. Yeah. And again, that's not going to make me feel good. No. And, no, not at all. And yet. You wake up every morning thinking, why do I feel this way? Well, because of the 10 fucking reasons you just listed, dickhead. Mm. Lack of sleep, lack of productivity, lack of good diet, lack of structure, too much putting the TV on and letting that take your time away. Yeah. Not enough keeping the TV off and putting music on that makes you feel good. Not enough getting fresh air, getting vitamin D and getting outside. Yeah. Not enough talking to other people and getting and meeting other people and having that endorphin release from human contact which we have proven scientifically we need. We are not solitary animals. It's yeah, not yeah. what we do. We no. function around others. Yeah, we need to socialize, yeah. It's part and parcel of our hormone profile. We have better hormonal output when we're around other human beings talking and interacting. 
It's a fact. Because we release endorphins, which makes us happy, which makes us move, which makes us productive, which makes us want to do things, which makes us want to go places. Yeah, feeds into a positive cycle. It's a hot there's so many inputs that you can put in that make you a better make you a better person, make you feel like a better person. And we and we just when we get in these downwards, we ignore them. Yeah. And we sit there on our own in a room, not going outside, watching dumb shit that's mind-numbing on TV, and yeah. wonder why we feel bad. Yeah, that's it. And it's hard to break that cycle. It really is. Because it's a and an, an, it's a, a a zero energy requiring cycle. Mm-hmm. So I've this is what and this is what happens. My brain suddenly kicks this into gear and goes, "You're a dick." Yeah, sort your shit out. Sort your fuck yourself. Sort it out. And a lot of me is creative, creative stress because yeah. I feel like sometimes I put in a lot of effort to do something, and then the algorithms, the whatever's go against me on it, and then I'll get pissed off because I'll see something like I saw today. Like, what's that guy on TikTok who just does, like, a stupid face where someone does something and then he comes on and goes, mm, that's silly. And he says no words. Yeah. And he's got 120 million followers. Yeah, something He gets crazy. 9 million likes on something that isn't even funny. Yeah. And you're like, why? This is not creatively clever. Yeah. It's just, it's become viral. Mm. But it is not. It's, 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 it's the creativity level of it is about a 3 out of 10. Mm-hmm. but that's it though like people's people's attention spans shorter and also i think as well like what i've always found obviously again smaller scale but like the videos and the top the things that we put the most effort into tend to not do (laughs) that great it's the things that are spontaneous and i think the i think it's the human connection that is the most yeah uh most important part of it and and that sometimes actually comes across better when it is raw when it's unedited or very basically edited and it's something that your mate could have sent you yes. because then you that's the thing that you like look at and you're like because oh, it's the thing that's, that's, it's I, the thing I, that I your mate does that. send you yeah like oh i'd have done that or because then people connect with it and sometimes when something's so well produced like what you put out on youtube it almost it almost puts a little bit of a barrier between between yeah, you know the, the viewer and the content and yeah what you're doing is way more creative takes way more effort and i think that then then i think that they're just they connect with people in different ways i think it comes back down to what we were talking before on, on a personal level we were yeah. talking about is time versus output yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think you're going to get in today's society with like you're saying attention spans like that and I'm not talking about, my, my main thing is it's a personal thing I was in a bad mood I looked at his thing that would take 10 minutes to film mm-hmm. and just looked at it and thought six, nine, there was 9 million likes on this thing that what, I didn't even make me smirk mm-hmm. and I was just like people are liking that because it's trending to like that not yeah. because they like it yeah we're turning into these social sheep and we all know this and that and i just got mad at not the fact he's doing that all all credit to that guy man like amazing success and and amazing and fucking well done mm-hmm. fucking yeah. well done i'm not mad at him what i'm mad at is is the the in my head at the moment in the time i was like this is what we're going towards just okay it, it's like a, a, a fleeting thing you'll throw to your mate but there's no value to this yeah yeah and I was just in more of a, a mindset of I want to create value because that's me as a human. Mm. I I have this I had discussion with a guy today. Like designer labels to me mean fuck all. Mm. Like I've really got into vintage shopping at the moment. Just finding pieces. I don't even care who they're made by. They just look fucking cool. I'm wearing it. I will go to Primark mm. because a cotton t-shirt is a fucking cotton t-shirt. Yeah. Now, if you wear a Balenciaga t-shirt in front of me, I don't think you're a cool guy with lots of money. I think you're a twat. Yeah. 
Because you've paid three hundred pounds for a cotton t-shirt, and you and you're a dick. Oh, I don't think I will ever own anything Balenciaga because I think it all looks like fucking dog shit. For well, here's one. The, but, listen, it's not like you're buying a staple piece from Chanel, yeah. which in ten years is going to be worth as much or more if you paid for it because yeah. it's a limited. It's a fucking three. You've paid. You're just a dick. Yeah. You, you're s- wasted money. I'm sure Balenciaga is a social experiment where they're just like... Supreme social experiment. Well, it's like, let's see if people are going to pay for this. Let's make something that's really <laughs> fucking ugly and we'll make it like see 30 times more expensive than it should be and then just see if some idiot buys it. Yeah. And then someone does and they're like, fuck it, someone's done it, let's do <laughs> it again. But Supreme literally did that. Yeah. They they started putting Supreme on crowbars and, yeah. and um, uh, fire extinguishers. Yeah. Just to see if, because they just like, we're going to see if you fuckers will buy it. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. That's what people did. So here's my thing what I'm saying to you is, labels don't make you. It's how you wear something and how how it, how it you make it look and feel rather than what it is. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've always, and I think if you can do that, if you can step away from valuing an item more than valuing the way you look in it, mm-hmm. That's bad. Mm. You should put something on and it doesn't matter who the fuck makes it or not. Listen, I've worn vests from Primark from the girls section because they had cooler prints and I took them home and I cut the underarms deeper mm. because obviously they were shallow for girls' arms to go through. I would cut them up and, and make the uh, cut them into the strap a little bit slimmer. Every time I wore one, everyone was like, where's that from? Yeah. And I would tell them, yeah. it's a size 16 from Primark and cost me three pounds. Yeah. I did not make out like it was some design thing for America. I yeah. fucking told. And every single time I would comment on it, and I guarantee there's some twat in a Balenciaga t-shirt somewhere with 300 pounds, no one asking where that shit's from. Mm, yeah, no one cares. Be, just fucking wear what you makes you comfortable, man. Don't think that buying something that's X amount of money is going to make you feel or look better. No. It's not how it works. Spend that money on yourself in terms of like shit we're talking about. Investing in your health, investing in your diet, investing in the time of going and doing cool shit. I would rather go and ride a motorbike through mud for half a fucking day. No, I could probably do it for two days mm. for 300 pounds than wear a fucking cunty, 100% cotton Balenciaga t-shirt that'll shrink in the fucking wash the first time you wash it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. F- fuck you, Balenciaga. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, guys. Anyway, complete And I tangent. could go buy a Balenciaga complete t-shirt. Tangent. I'm not, it's not because I can't go buy one. I can go buy one. Yeah. I've got the money to waste on it. Yeah, but why? I'm not fucking doing it because mm-hmm. I feel like a dick. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Personally. I give you permission if you ever see me in a Balenciaga or something to punch me as hard as you can, not in the face, right in the dick, in the dick. Oh, okay. R- yeah, you can yeah. fucking run, running Superman punch in the dick, <laughs> in public. Let's see how cool I look then. Yeah. While I'm reeling on the floor, <laughs> cupping my balls, being like, but it's Balenciaga. <laughs> I quite like this one actually <laughs> I was giving it as a gift It was a present from my mum And you can stand over me and go I don't care yeah. Rules are rules <clears throat> Balenciaga t-shirt from your mum with a, with a tap on it <laughs> Did we talk about the tap we thing on it? Good it. Yeah. If Balenciaga make a tap t-shirt I'll yeah. buy it for my mum <laughs> Right on that note Let's hit some questions Let me just, let me just wrap up on this Do you want yeah, to get one go. of them tests? Yes. All right. I'll show. I'll, I'll show you the yeah. like all the details. But I think that'd be really interesting, where we could literally just go through our like a bit of our genetics I and our history. Well, because my family's kindly buggering off for mm. the entirety of Christmas, yeah. and there's and just up here me. Mm. Cheers, mum <laughs> and sisters. Thanks. Thanks for buggering off. It's not like I look forward to you all coming. 
<laughs> or anything. It's not like I'm fucking Christmas man. <laughs> I fucking love Christmas, but it's not so good on your own. Yeah. Yeah, but she's adamant. It's going away somewhere anyway, so. Fair I don't have to buy them all presents. Yeah. So Come over and see it's, me. It's, huh? Come over and see me. Well, that's what I'm trying to try and do, have people go mm. places. It actually be nice mm. to go somewhere else on yeah. a Christmas, on Boxing Day or something. Yeah. I don't we know, do that. I, I don't know what my plans are. I'll speak to Emma, yeah. Yeah, let me know. Well, we're, we're, she's coming over Wednesday as well, so we'll we'll figure something out. Yes, that'd be lovely. Um, but because I'm not doing that, it'd be fun to get this and I can show my mum my ancestry because it'll be her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because well, if you're a guy doing it, you can see your um, both sides. If you're a woman, you've only got your Y chromosome, so it... You can only follow your female line, but guys can follow the male and female. That's cool. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. So yeah, you, yeah. It's but it's really interesting. So it, there's some of them like you can go on ancestry.com, and that's much more detailed if you want to know about your ancestry in terms of finding people because right. they, they've got a really big database. Um, so if you actually were looking to make connections, because there is an option on the 23andMe where you can opt in to let people contact you. Through oh, wow. so if they share your DNA, they and they, they match it with someone else. Yeah, they That's they can sick. so they can contact I'm like, definitely through that. the app. Yeah. So yeah, some random person who lives somewhere completely different could just like, all right, mate. Hello. Yeah, we're connected somehow. That would be cool. Yeah, wouldn't it be awesome if we were related. Yeah, imagine this from somewhere back. That'd yeah. be cool. But uh, it, what was really cool is it showed you whereabouts your ancestry was in terms of around the world at certain times. So back to like the 1700s, like where were your ancestors? Yeah. And like, what would you do if you ended up in your ancestry? You had slave owners or something horrendous. I don't think, well, it probably, if you, if you, you can track them back. I don't. So from what I've seen, 23andMe is best for the, for the health markers. Whereas Ancestry.com is better for the ancestry side of things. So I don't know whether 23andMe will be that in depth, but we'll see. I just think it would be really, really, really interesting. I think it's a a cool little thing to check out. Right. Here we go. Preston time. We're back with the question Ooh. time. You're trying to do a little finger. Let's do question time. Let's give it another one. <laughs> yeah. We've got, so we're just going to do these in order, and we don't pre-read these. So if you hear us giggle or stop halfway through and go, no. That's why, because we don't proofread anything, because I think it's more fun that way. So we've got uh, Brendan Parsons. What is that? I think you're talking about the thing where we said ask us a question. That was the bottle of four bottles of, well, the four bottles of alcohol that we were delivered. That's how they come, sunshine. There you go. It is. Um, Stretch him a phone. <laughs> oh, that name. Stretch him a phone. How do you even come up with that? Saxomophone is from Simpsons. Saxomophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best thing a kid has. Best thing a kid has said to you. His son, four, said he saw Hulk in his room, but he wasn't as big as me. Ah, oh, that is a loyal son. Yes. Good lad. But also, maybe the Hulk was just transforming back into David Banner. Bannerman yeah. and was just halfway between, but still. Yeah, Eric Banner, David Banner. Fair play, son. Best thing a kid has said to you? I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of kids. I don't talk to them. They they can be annoying. Yeah, I try to avoid. You play with them for like twenty minutes and they're really good fun, and then eventually one of you punches you in the balls. Always. I've not been pushing the balls. Well, Always. Yeah. If you if you start like playing like you're wearing a Balenciaga t-shirt, you play fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have that, you dick. I'm like fair play, son. Fair play. <laughs> Funniest thing a kid said to me. I have had a few kids ask, come up to me, um, who are friends' children, and ask me if I was a superhero. Oh, really? Because I have muscle. Yeah. And their dads didn't have. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've never had that. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Do I you don't... know what I always used to say? What? 
I was used to say, yes. well, that might be, do you know, but do you know what? Do you know who, who can beat me? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay, your dad. Yeah. Do you know why? And we'd go, no. Go, because when your dad had you, if you were ever in trouble, he has a special dad power. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So if at any point you're in trouble, your dad, he can beat anyone. Yeah. And they always did that. Yeah. Always. Because whoever someone's doing it would always come up and I knew it kick there you go mm. if they're doing it even if they weren't an egotistical person that's the sunset some other bloke yeah so i always like to turn it around just yeah. on that no, that's a really good idea actually. yeah that's nice. that is nice yeah and then also that. then they just it'll probably make them feel a little bit more confident about their dad i think everyone when, they, when so. they're a kid they're just like think their dad's a super yeah hero. yeah and it just always made the kid look around at their dad like yeah he's my fucking dad i fucking knew it yeah i knew it yeah yeah i'm gonna be special too one day yeah uh, how do you lads take your tea? Uh, milk, one sugar for me. Yorkshire only. Do not try and give me Tetley. I'll punch you in the dick. Yeah. Splash of milk. Yorkshire tea. Yeah, one sugar. Caramel colored, do you? Yeah. Leave it in there. Let it, let it. Yeah. Listen, you let got it fucking you, brew. minimum two minutes yeah. for brewing it. Yeah. It's actually meant to be the somewhere. I think it's somewhere between three and four minutes is optimal brewing time, but, but you've got to get that pipe in hot. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a two minute. See, I'll, I'll go for like... Are you a teabag squeezer? Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. fucking drain every last plastic <laughs> drop out of it. And I'm there smushing it up the side of the <laughs> cup. I'm, like, I'm a smusher. Up. I'm there like filled it up. And then, then I get it out, get it onto the spoon after exactly. squeezing it all of it. And then I'll get my finger and be like... <laughs> every yeah, little you bit. see if it's hot enough. And yeah. If you squeeze it quickly, it doesn't yeah. get too hot, does it? Yeah. If you have a couple of teas to do though, do you do squish one tea bag, keep it on the spoon, go into the next one, squish the two, keep yeah, it on the, and go all the way yeah. along. Yeah. So you got, got, <laughs> so you got like a three tea bagger by the end, you have to get to the bin. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. I also use a, um, I think it's a silver spoon sugar and it's called half and half. Oh yeah. And the idea is, is it's half, it's, it's twice as sweet because it's real sugar with a addition of sweetener. Mm. So if you take two teaspoons of sugar in your tea, you only need one of these. So it's half the calories for the same sweetness. Uh, so it's quite a cool little thing. I use that and I just have like a three-quarter teaspoon. I do always have just normal sugar with mine because I find that some of the sweeteners just adjust the taste of tea. This one's really, that's what I mean. Like this one doesn't do it. And I'm, I'm sensitive to sweetener tastes. Oh, fair I don't like them. I don't like, I don't even really like stevia. It tastes like licorice to me. Mm. If you put stevia in my tea, I'm like, no. Yeah. That smells wrong, even before I've got it. So that's a good one. In your coffee, though, cane sugar, brown cane sugar. Oh, yeah. Got to. Don't yeah, use white I, sugar in your coffees. No, I, I really like a, a real dark, yeah. dark sugar. Yeah, raw dark in sugar. It makes it trickly. Uh, oh, it's just... I think it goes It just really offsets well. the coffee flavour a bit. Yeah, really I think helps. it just goes brilliantly. Like, I, 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 it changes the taste of the coffee, but in a good way, in mm. my opinion. It just takes certain. the... Off it. Yeah, I love it. I mean, funny how when you go... People know what you mean. Mm. It takes the... Off. Yeah. <laughs> Um, any guest appearances on your show? We just told you. We're getting there. Maybe Dr. TRT, man. Yeah, Dr. TRT, man. We, we do, we are getting um, Tyler on. Yes. We're just waiting for the PRs to give us clearance to get yeah, him on. Yeah, WWE is very, oh, he's just won the um, tag team title back oh, as well. Oh. So he's like, yeah, like, I think he's jam. just yeah, busy at the moment as well. But yeah, they, they're very... Um, Strict, strict yeah strict is they the have, word they have like, to make sure you're not going to be negative of any way towards the wwe and it's the interview's limited on what you can do and talk I was about say, and, it's not i don't even necessarily think it's that i just think that because you you are a, you're living a character to a yeah, certain true, extent yeah. you have to you have to make sure that things stay fairly canon um right 
to a certain extent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that because the thing is, Tyler's character is kind of just Tyler anyway, though. So it's not like yeah. it's too bad. It's not like he's playing someone who's quite an extra. He's not like you know Kane. Yeah, like, yeah where yeah. he's got to wear a mask all the time <laughs> and he can't be seen in public. Yeah, like God, that must have been a nightmare. Yeah, he he is he is him. Like you know, he's he's not too far. No, he's very he's, he's very zen. He meditates. Yeah, like, is yeah, him. yeah. That that is Tyler. Yeah. Like that's where he likes to do yeah. love, like Wim Hof and. He's a fucking awesome guy. I think he'd be great to have on. But yeah, we just sorting out some logistics a little slower than we but thought. We're going to get him on. We're also we're going to be getting Anthony back from Davidoff Cigars. We're going to be getting a, a couple of um, business owners as well, like Lewis himself. So we're going to get on the uh, one of the foundry owners mm-hmm. from Telford because he's it's it's a, it's a sick gym. It's been newly opened. So I think between you and him to talk about opening up something like a gym, yeah. which a lot of people aspire to do, yeah. I think that's going to be really interesting. People know the logistics of owning a fucking gym and the yeah, issues yeah. that you go through and, and all that. That'll be interesting and he's just a nice guy really really nice open guy uh, he talks very openly with me from when i met him and um he's moving locally as well so i might have a friend close by friend friend tea friend uh okie dokie next one um oh and obviously in terms of any influences and things like that in the 2022 we will push to try and get that but obviously with covid and everything being everyone being fucked up and trying to get work and things people have just been tight and tied down mm. so hopefully 2022 will open up people's schedules a little more to get on I saw something the other day. You were tagged in a story with Matt. Which one? Matt Mercier. Did we? Did you see him recently? Yeah, we were uh, Gymshark event. Was that one. what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like quite recently, like two weeks ago. It sure wasn't we, two weeks ago. But, but they he put, stuff he put a, it. I was gonna say he put a story up, and it was you in a restaurant with him. Yeah, yeah. That's when I made him. Oh, it was when I <laughs> he he did a video on the day when we're all together where somebody got to pick each of his meals as the day went on and mine was his final meal and I had the girls in the restaurant serve him something that wasn't even on the menu. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrendous. Yeah, it was like a super chili. So it looked like ribs, but they'd dosed it with chilies, full on dosed it. Then I had him serve him like a single egg on a plate. Yeah. (laughs) And then I got him to serve him, um, it was egg rolls, like, you know, yeah, in, you know, the, things you get spring rolls yeah but in soup (laughs) (laughs) it's horrific (laughs) yeah that was funny uh yeah so we'll be pushing to get obviously more people on and we are actually going to rejig this entire uh setup for the new year to give us um more of a round table so we can get more people on yeah and uh do we have an additional microphone already we do, don't we? Yeah. So we'll be also setting up another one of these as well. So mm. you'll get the uh, yeah. the beautiful sounds of silky voices. What's your favourite quality of each other? Oh, I think I'd have to say my favourite quality of Lex is his energy. He obviously, again, you've said recently you've been a bit down, but Adam, almost everybody I know, you're always like whenever I see you, it's always like. It's always a, a more enthusiastic hello than I get from anyone oh, really? else. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah, you've always yeah. got good energy. Oh, and nice. I always feel like your mood helps pick my mood up a lot of the time. And even, obviously, again, ups and downs, as everyone yeah. has. But you definitely are one of the people who I think most proactively makes an effort to I to do, challenge that. That's I do genuinely make an effort when someone, no matter how I'm feeling... Hmm. But what's good is, so say you come in, like, say you came today, like, I'm, I'm happy to see you today because you're a positive part of me not feeling the way I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So to me, even though you're getting a, like you said, an uplifting hello from me, yeah. my creating an uplifting hello for you uplifts me. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it helped. That's why I always try and make an effort because it's 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 circular. I think that does uh, people underestimate how much these tiny little interactions of just like one thing I I went through a phase of trying to do was whenever I'd see somebody, not complete strangers, but bumping, well, seeing new people at the gym or seeing people I already know, give them a compliment, something small, not pervy. But like, yeah, you know, just this like, is a oh, really good like, thing. No, tell people about this because I love this. Yeah, just something really small, just like, oh, I like that T-shirt. Or um, if they if you can tell they've had a haircut fairly recently or something like that, just like, oh, your hair looks really good. Yeah. Or like a yeah. nice lift or whatever it would be, something really insignificant, but just start that off with a little compliment. Just yeah. give somebody a, a boost or just be nice. Like that's not after, what, that's not after show. What's that? Yeah, honestly, it's ripples in a pond. Yeah. Anything. And just you send this little bit of love out into it and it just spreads. And here's another one. If you're a gym goer and you've seen somebody who's not been in for a while and maybe they've lost like some size or whatever it is, they don't, don't say you're looking smaller. You look or, small, bro. Here's, you what look you, small. here's what you say. You're looking healthy. Yeah. You're looking lean. Yeah. Give them a fucking compliment. Don't yeah. be a twat. Here's how you pick. This is a. This is brilliant. And I used to get this when I was coming into a fight because whenever I was fighting, I used to have to drop mm-hmm. weight. To come. Well, I never didn't actually drop too much weight, but what I would do is drop the weight lifting. Yeah. So obviously my glycogen levels would look different because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing more cardio, more output, less of that holding glycogen within the muscle. So I'd look, I'd look um, less full. Yeah, a, lot a of bit time. depleted, yeah. This is how you can d- dictate someone in the gym who's your friend and someone in the gym who is a dick. Mm. When I was coming towards a fight, friends would go, you're looking lean. Yeah. Dicks would say, you look like you lost some weight. Yeah. yeah. Or you're looking smaller. Yeah. One of those two things. Dick, you're looking lean, friend. Yeah. So easy. So That's easy. Because those dicks, they took their moment to make themselves feel better. Yeah. They, they were, oh, 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 he's not looking as good. Yeah. He's not looking as big. Yeah. Because still look good. This is my I'm time. shredded. This is my time to but shine. didn't look as big. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Capitalizing on the negative. And if someone says that to you, don't sp- just ignore them. For yeah. That well, time they're cool. Dicks. Yeah. Give them another chance if they seem like going to be nice. But as a rule, you now know, oh, you're that guy. Okay. Hmm. Now I know where you stand. Yeah. Um, my favorite quality of you, I think the lack of the fact you know how intelligent you are. It's humbling. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you fucking, that's what I mean. You've no clue. I don't, I don't, You've no I, clue. I don't feel it at You've all. You've no clue. Your insights and the way you break things down, for me, helps me massively. Like, you'll take something that I give you and you just break the problem down into the simplicities. But the other thing is I love the way you look at everything from two angles. You never just have a singular vision. Mm. So whenever I say something, you go, yeah, but, and then you give me a reason that makes me go, oh, fuck, yeah, actually. And you yeah. will completely change my mind on something. That's really good. Really cool. good. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. I, I do like that a lot. Uh, I've got a couple here. Shall I just fire through? That and I've your got, girth. I've got a... <laughs> and me girth. Your girth. How does it feel to know that no one will be as beautiful as you two? <sighs> Feels marvellous. It's a beautiful feeling. I, uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's pick me up, that does. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. I like that. Thank you. We are symmetrical. <laughs> symmetrically beautiful have you got a few on there cool. uh, I've only got a couple um, well this one's just a, a Brett one here we've got, oh, I've got um, a few Brett BCB post pigs in blankets session Jan 2022 yes Ooh. anyone anyone who's interested yeah, should we do a New Year's Day w- workout or something yeah we can sort like a um, well we'll just be there just a, a new yeah just a well, we should do that like anyone who well let's do it we'll, we'll, we'll sort just, it out we'll obviously get closer to New Year's We'll just you, sort of let us know uh, session, early, early January or something, and we'll just just a New Year's Day. Are you open New Year's Day? No. So just... I'll be I'll be way too hungover <laughs> the day after New Year's Day. What do you do for New Year's Eve? 
I don't know, probably no. getting blackout drunk. Where? In my living room. Just sat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't I know. No idea. Nobody really has any plans anymore for music. I don't know when it when it falls or anything. I don't even know what day it lands on. It or falls. Pro- I can tell thee now, it falls on a Friday. Oh, well, there we go. I'll be here then. Do me a fucking podcast. We can do not? that. We can have a New Year's Eve here. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be stuff going on around here as well. Yeah, just did New Year's, New Year's podcast. Benefits of having professional neighbours. They yeah. always love throwing parties. Yeah. But they do it properly. Yeah, like legit. 20 seconds, Santa's coming with the reindeer. Yeah. So that's that kind of vibe. Yeah. See what's uh, going I was on. Just, what I was going to say is, it, like, even if it's sometime in January, because obviously we want to do our the Crewcast event, but maybe we should have a day where me and you are just going to be at, in the gym. at the gym at a certain time. We'll be like, 12 o'clock on this day. If anyone wants to come down for a day pass, come and train with us. And yeah, have we'll fun, try and like. make it like a weekend or Sunday or something. Yeah, so it's a, so people can yeah. travel. Yeah, 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 like why don't okay, we that's do a cool that? idea. Nice. Do you want me to do a Brett one? Considering yeah, go for it. I've got a couple here. Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, oh, you've done that. What's your favorite Christmas traditions? Pigs in blankets, although that doesn't count as a tradition. That's just my favourite thing to I eat. I don't know. I think it is. I do think every country does pigs in blankets. I don't think they do. No, no. So I, I think it know. is a tradition. It's a British tradition. I do fucking love a pig in blanket. Yorkshire puds. Um, for me, watching uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? Yeah, I fucking love that. Yeah. That's that's a tradition for me. Um, mulled wine. Oh, yeah. We've fucking, done that already. Yeah, I love a bit of mulled wine. I'll fucking drink that way too much. Yeah. Um, and I think... The the family element, like the present giving side of things and present receiving, like I much prefer giving, hey, I hey. prefer giving rather than receiving. <laughs> Damn right, but um, daddy will be proud. It's more the it is the it's an excuse to to spend some time with loved ones and get drunk, get you know a full belly and just enjoy. Yeah. It forces people to spend time because I, you know, I'm guilty of it as well. Like I, I'm very close with my grandparents and I love them a lot, and I don't see them as much as I want to see them just because I'm so busy. Um, and I've got them coming over for Christmas Day. And oh, that's really, nice. It's really nice to be able to do stuff like that. And do you know it, what? That was of, one of my happiest memories. Was the final time when my I would have my granddad over for Christmas, and. I sat him in the living room, in, on the sofa where he was comfortable, one of the supporting him better. And I just set him up with a tray, like where he was sat, and we just I just brought him drinks and food as the day went on. And every just time, he, yeah, just and I just remember watching him sitting eating Pringles yeah. because he had never had Pringles properly before, and yeah. just watching him being like, "This is really good." This yeah. is really, and just I remember just that's going to be with me, and the fact that we were sat, we all we all moved to where he was mm. so the day was spent around him yeah. and we played games and we, we were playing like stupid board games you know like the um where you have to do like charades and all that kind of thing anything that involved that questions yeah quick fire question <laughs> stuff and just having him in the middle of it seeing everybody and at no point did he have his normal thing where he kind of got tired and fed up of anything yeah. he was just there with yeah. us enjoying it yeah. and i'm so happy i did that and yeah. it was at my house and i got everyone there yeah. and it was just my family extended family girlfriends boyfriend you know it was just perfect yeah, yeah. and honestly those little things that you don't know are going to be that moment that stuck with me i'm so happy i did that yeah i'll forever remember him just getting the Pringle crumbs. 99 years old, being able to spot Pringle crumbs, licking his finger and just like dabbing them up and putting them on. I just watched him do it just with glee. I just, yeah. ah, melts my fucking heart, that does. What a good time. My favourite Christmas tradition. Um, mine is actually not opening the main presents until after lunch. Yeah. 
So you have stockings and a small gift in the morning mm -hmm. and then you have lovely breakfast and then you all start cooking the meal together, like getting everything prepped. But then you finish the meal and then go and open the main presents and then have your puddings. Yeah. And it's always been a family thing. As kids, get this, we used to have to, we were made to wait until the Queen's speech had been done. Mm. Now, you're talking about children who you're going to tell, you're going to have to wait until we've listened to an old woman rabbit on about shit you don't care about. Or don't even understand for the most part. Here's what happened every year. Yeah. All the families sit down to watch the Queen do a chat about something or other and whatnots. Yeah. We would wrestle behind the sofa with each other, chase the dog, yeah. throw things at each other until she'd shut up and then rush to the Christmas tree and tear everything open. <laughs> oh, no, we weren't allowed to tear. You, you were delegated to hand the presents out and that was half of the fun. Yeah. So you like pick it, find the label, whose is it, take it over. That yeah. was it. Your piles and get Yeah, done. I remember that actually. Yeah, I and think then I, it was just... I did that with my grandparents, yeah. And I'd my, have to like pick the presents. Up. Yeah. And my granddad and mum would always just sit and watch everyone open theirs until theirs. And you, you'd want them to get yours open. Like, you mm. know. Oh yeah, that's my ones. Fuck, I love Christmas. Okay. Um, go to Christmas films. Ah, this is Br Brett again. Uh, his is Nightmare Before Christmas and The Grinch. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I fucking love both of those films. Really, really enjoy them. Die Hard as well, I would have to say. Though it's not a Christmas film, we it is a Christmas it. film. Yeah. We watched it the other day. Yeah. Um, Me and the... Muppets Christmas Carol. Dude, yes. Also, the um, Scrooge... Scrooged, is it Scrooge? Scrooged with um, Bill Murray, the original Scrooge. Oh, yeah, Scrooge, yeah. That's my big one. But also the new one that was done that's animated and it was 3D in the cinemas and it's with Jim Carrey. Yes. Fucking I, brilliant. I, I don't think I've seen that. Mate, you know? you've got to watch it. No, I don't think I've it's actually watched so that. It's so good. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen loads of clips of it. I don't think... It, I've ever watched the entire thing, though. You've got to. Yeah. Honestly, so good. I love Muppets Christmas Carol, though. That's Muppets Christmas Carol. And there's another one, and let me get... Because there's a song on it that, honestly, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, as a full-grown man, when I watched it, this movie, it's a variation on Santa Claus, mm -hmm. but it's done in such a clever way that it's almost towards how he would have originated, almost. Yeah. And it's not what you expect in any way. It's an animated movie, so it's a cartoon. But the song in it, and the, when you're watching it, when the song lands, when I hear it now, bruh, I struggle not to tear up because it just makes me feel so happy. Mm. It fills my soul. I literally have it in my playlist. And I put it in the... Um, so I have a Wake Yourself Up playlist on Spotify. And I haven't advertised it enough recently. And getting back into music, if you go on Spotify and search Wake Yourself Up Lex Griffin, this is the thing you put on in the morning when you wake up. It has three songs that come on that allow you to get up and get your coffee. Then there's an Alan Watts, just 10, 15 minute meditation. And then it goes back into more music for like two hours. And they'll all make you feel fucking good. But this one song, where is it? Let me find it. It is called Can't... Is that it? No, that's the wrong one. It's, I've, I've put it somewhere else in the list, but I remember I just put it in this other one. Do you know what's the problem with Spotify is it doesn't have a recently played specific songs. Mm. It's got recently played like um, playlists, Gen but not playlist. song by song. It's really annoying because I always will play something will come on on play and I won't know what it is because it's a ra they they say it's they call it radio on Spotify. Mm. So it's yeah. like songs like the ones you've just been listening to. Yeah, sometimes you get some great ones. Yeah, don't you? I mean you don't remember what the bugger thing was because yeah. it doesn't tell you. you. I have to find a song. I'm just gonna play a little bit for you because. D bruh. It was my song that last night I put on and just stood in the middle of the room with my arms in the air feeling the energy. Mm. I could literally feel the energy. Such a hippie. Uh, but it, it just, it's one of those, 
I don't know why. It just lands. It just lands with me every time. And this is from that... And this is from that Scro- movie. Uh, it's not Scrooge, is it? What is it, what is it called? It's, it's from... It's called Claws. Oh, uh, right. It's fucking true. It made me sit there and think, it fucking is true. The greatest things in life are fucking free and invisible. It's the way you feel. It's the shit that's around. Do you know what I mean? Nature, everything that's there. It's fucking true. We get wrapped up in so much of these material shit Mm -hmm. that honestly, sometimes I think about just fucking leaving and going to an island. Yeah. And I genuinely think I'd be happier. Yeah. On a day to day, just without trying. Yeah. Getting rid of all the, all the clutter. Just the, the, the stress, the clutter, the lot. Yeah, I think there will be a point next year where I do this. Not move to an island, but I mean get rid of the clutter, the unnecessary stuff, and just have something that's all I need. Mm. I think that's what I, I, I'll, I will probably end up doing. But honestly, yeah, so that is... Starbridge, then. It's called... Yeah. <laughs> it's called um, Claws, the movie. If you haven't seen it, so it's K-L-A-U-S. I urge you to go and watch this I'll watch movie. It. I'll watch it over but the Christmas period. I'll watch it in a Christmassy mood and sit and just be invested in it. Don't be on your fucking phone. Sit there enjoy it mm. and watch it it just honestly poof, i love it i think it's really clever the way the film's done you'll know what i mean once you've watched it i think yeah. it's just a very very clever approach to the whole santa claus thing yeah and it's very heartfelt so there we go yeah big game moment for you there <laughs> right we've got five minutes uh favorite holiday and why halloween really yeah i like the fancy dress i like the i like the the fact that it's so it's a it's a it is a still a family holiday and all that, but like, or do they mean holidays but, in going away? No, I think, it, I think I'm, I'm going with what you're saying. Yeah. Mine's Christmas. You need to, my 100% Christmas, but you're, you need to go to America for Halloween then yeah. one time. Yeah, you I think I would love it. You will lose your mind. I think as a kid, like, I always liked it because it was a bit more of a dark one and like, I like, I, even from very young, I liked horror and like yeah. dark, scary stuff. I, do you know what I mean? And, and that's... Yeah. I don't know. Even growing up now, it's still it's like gives you gives you a bit of license to to be a be a kid again. Yeah, but yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, favorite whiskey and rum. Well, we're both we're saying this. The Jack Daniel's single barrel. Yeah. Favorite rum. Yours is still Bamboo. It's between Bamboo and Burning Barns Limited Edition. I think um, I'm going Burning Barns Limited Edition. Yeah, I mean, it was delicious. Yeah, uh, anything from really Burning Barn has been really nail on the head. Yeah, yeah, the, very, the very honey good. rum as well was fucking. That spinning. and what was the Saint Ives one? Yeah. God, oh god. Goddamn name. We said it last week. The blue bottle that we yeah. always fucking forget. Just check it. It's a Cornish rum. It's a blue bottle. It's called. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Some someone sent me something in what I assume is Thai. Or something. It's another language. I can't read it. So sorry. <laughs> um, Mid sex, she starts speaking in a deep, grungy bloke's voice. What's your move? 
hurry up and finish as quick as I can. <laughs> Watch your move, just hurry up. Yeah. My... <laughs> Choke him? <laughs> yeah. Donkey <Right>. punch? <laughs> Uh, which do you prefer and why? Peaky Blinders or Sons of Anarchy? Oh, you son of a bitch. Dude. I, oh, I can't say because Sons of Anarchy has been completed and Peaky Blinders is still going. Yeah. So we have to see how they end it because I was pretty happy with how Sons of Anarchy wrapped up, which was essentially an impossible task. Yeah. So oh. I'll let you know once Peaky Blinders is over. Yeah. I think, f- f- like... Peaky Blind, like I fucking love Peaky Blinders, but it's also so close to home that I lose some of the the escapism. Mm. Whereas Sons is so alien, different country, completely different lifestyle. I'm not saying that I live a fucking Peaky Blinders lifestyle, but it's literally around the corner from me. Like a lot of the filming happened immediately, like within like a few miles of where where we live. Yeah, like it's a based around our area. Um, so, and like all of the elderly people who were, who were in our area, my granddad knew people that were in Peaky Blinders, like there was, that, that was, that's normal. So it's not as, and it's it's completely fictional. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, like it just doesn't feel as much of an escape because Mm. it just, it's very close to home, which is, I don't know, which is why, why maybe, yeah, the sun's is kind of a little bit more fun for me. So there you go. Uh, Lou's completely crushed our quickfire round. That's all done now. So we're out of time. <laughs> well, <laughs> so time. Sorry. But what we're going to do, it doesn't matter because one of the questions is um, tips for dealing with a work-life balance, which is a subject matter we can actually tackle as a whole next week. And then we've got another one from um, Joe Green. I'm just keeping my eye on the camera there for a blackout. Bourbon versus rum. You can only choose one for the rest of your life. What are you saying? And I'm actually turned to bourbon at this point. And we're blacked out. I'm not going to let you black out, actually. Fucking Jesus. We're not having it. We're not having fucking, it. Fucking, we ain't having it. We're not, we're not having it. We, we ain't letting it happen. We're fucking not, no. Fucking Professionals we are. Yeah, fucking, fucking having it. And I was aware it was happening because we're trying to keep it to that 90 minutes so you guys can digest these a little bit easier. Because yeah. I know you like the long ones, but if you've got like 100 hours of shit to get through because you're trying to catch mm. up, I think 90 minutes we can crush a lot of stuff and get it done. Um, so I'm going to give you a quick, so a quick, quick fire one just because we've added more time. Best Christmas dinner dessert. Mine is Christmas pudding with vanilla ice cream, but Kelly's Cornish vanilla ice cream. See, I've never had Christmas pudding because of allergies. Hit, they, what? Why? How? Because there's they, no nuts in it. They all may contain, and they're all a bit risky because cause it's an amalgamation of mush. It's basically sticky toffee pudding. Yeah, but I've never had one for that reason. Well, I'm going to find one without nuts for you. Yeah. So, because most people think they don't like Christmas, uh, Christmas pudding, what they don't like is the sherry or fucking yeah brandy brandy custard yeah, that yeah, people yeah. put on it mm. that's grim yeah. the, the sticky to- the, it's basically sticky toffee pudding it's, it's made of dates mm. how can you not like it it's delicious put it with ice try Christmas pudding with ice cream this year people I promise you you'll like it because it's not got the monkey custard on it no idea never fucking had it and the reason yeah bourbon versus rum which is where we're going this I have been turned to bourbon I'm still on the rum side of things I just think that rum is something that I'll I can enjoy more consistently whereas Bourbons, whiskies in general, I find a lot more hit and miss for me. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's it. So that's why we'll always have whiskey and rum in there. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's never going to change. That's fair enough. Yeah. There you go. You are welcome, people. Thank you all for joining us again. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm very, very happy to be feeling much, much happier again. And like I said, we're not machines. We do have these goddamn feelings. And I hope what we've said today, I hope you can put a little bit of them into practice and help. Yeah. We'll yeah. be recording next week's podcast on Wednesday as well. Because we've got, it is going to be Wednesday, right? 
What are we doing Christmas Day? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, because it's it's going to be Christmas Eve, I think. Otherwise, when so we, we have Christmas record. Eve on the Friday. Yeah, so we're recording on Wednesday because the, we're going to. Oh, we're coming so over on Wednesday. Santa Claus is visiting yeah. with his reindeer, and I'm not fucking kidding. Actual reindeer and an actual Santa Claus are going to be coming into this into the hair with a clip of it in the the crew cast for people, just yeah, so they can yeah. see it next week. I will try. Yes, yeah. we'll film it. Yeah, it's going to be very dark when he comes because it gets dark like four. He's yeah, here, he's here at about. Well, we or even just some we'll, photos. We'll, we'll have to just wait like until Santa pop tells some photos us. up of it. Yeah, we'll pop some on. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to be sat on Santa's lap. Oh yeah, hundred fucking percent. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th- yeah, so we'll be filming it on Wednesday, and then we'll try and we'll put it out for you guys. What Christmas Eve? And do we'll do a special. We'll put it on yeah, Christmas we'll put it Eve out. for people. Yeah. yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, why not? Or or would it Boxing be? Day on the Sunday? Let us know. Would you rather it goes out on Christmas Eve or Boxing Day? Let us know. Yeah, pop it in the comments again. Comments, likes, all of that stuff yeah. makes a massive difference to us. Helps kind of grow Push. the crew cast and sharing it on your stories. Yeah, we, we really, honestly, I love you guys doing that. Yeah. It's great. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, we like when people kind of caption little clips of their, like basically the kind of the highlights, things that made them giggle and then put them on the story so we can see them. That's brilliant because for us... It makes us laugh. Yeah, we, we like, we forget a lot of the stuff that we talk about in there yeah, and then when we, when we see them out of context as well, they're fucking hilarious. So we both really enjoy that. So anyone who wants to do it, um, and there's one guy in particular, yes. Must Be Fitness. Must, is that right? Yeah, I think yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. He's must, must underscore... B, is it must underscore B fitness? I can tell you now. You know who you it's are. It's must underscore B underscore fitness. And yeah. sir, you do a fantastic job. Yes. You are, you are All f- the love. Very good. You, you might well be our um, mascot for that. Yeah, you are our hero. Yeah. And anyone else who wants to join in, we really enjoy it and it's fun. And we just want to make the most of this and keep getting the crew cast growing and do more things. Yeah. We we are, we, the, the event thing is still in the works. Things are slow. I've not had as much time to get moving as you know as i'd like yeah. but we are working on something yeah we will yeah. make something we thought we had a couple of comebacks for it so yeah yeah um, we, we want just, something to happen yeah we're just trying to create a place it's a bit difficult because we're trying to create something where you guys can get to it easy enough have access to be able to drink and have a cigar and then be able to get to somewhere where you can stay over without yeah. having to drive so and somewhere that's just... going to let us do all that but he's also going to be quiet enough for us to actually film a, a <laughs> yeah. record a live of a task than we thought about when we said it yeah it's yeah there's multiple things that all don't actually interact very well um and you know we're unfortunately doing other things too yeah which means that the you know the crew cast is our side project isn't it like you know it's, it's what we just enjoy doing we do it for the love of doing it yeah there's something stuck in my arm i'm not entirely sure what it is it's like properly stabbed into my arm i think i might have a splinter in my arm and i'm not entirely sure how i've got that it's, it's like in know. your shoulder pretty just much. pulled it out then yeah it's a proper little piece of white Something stabbed right in my arm. I'm not. What have I done? Where have I been today? Oh, I've been out on that shoot thing. God knows what what I've had stabbed. Oh, God knows. I've been outside in Manchester somewhere doing stuff. Probably got rabies. Um, yeah. So there we go. That is it. We're actually cutting off now. So this is it, people. Have a lovely uh, week. Remember, it's your Monday, so it's time to leave the, that boring ass, negative, depressive, low energy, meaningless bullshit behind. Don't be ruled by your emotions. Just start fucking counteracting them. You control how you feel from an emotion. Don't let the emotion control you. Leave what was bad in the week before. Bring forward what was good. Make your own energy and have a good fucking week. Make it a good fucking week because you got it. And it's completely fucking normal to have to do that. It's been a pleasure. Catch you in the next one. Toodle pip. Toodle pip.